postal workers, firemen, police officers. Everything has a risk to it. I would prefer, personally, to have a challenging, stimulating, emotionally and spiritually rewarding uh, career that is short, rather than have a long one that is filled with mediocrity, feeling as if you don't make any difference to people. Tiller has performed legal abortions since 1973. His Women's Healthcare Services Clinic is just one of three in the nation which perform late-term abortions. What really got me interested was when they started shooting doctors. You know, they shot the two docs in Pensacola. And I thought, oh my God, you know, everybody's going to get scared out of doing it. And then who's going to do it? Yeah, there's two reactions to being bullied. One is to sort of go pull your head in and try to get away from the bully. And, and the other is to say, oh yeah, you know, that's how I feel. Oh, yeah? What's difficult about third trimester abortion, and not just providers, is that the woman delivers a baby. And it's a stillborn. And that's hard to deal with. Morning. How was your night? I think the reason I've struggled is because I think of them as babies. I don't think of that as a fetus. To me, I, I think of that as a, a way to distance myself from what I do. I mean, it's one thing when it's a first trimester abortion and what you see is a little bit of tissue. But if you go all the way to the other extreme, you can't say that's a, some tissue. That's not tissue. It's a baby. Then you have to think about it. You know, it's, it's like, well, well, what are you doing it? And why are you doing it? inside the mother and she can't handle it for many many extremely desperate reasons what drives women to seek a third trimester abortion unless people understand what's going on for the woman it's impossible to support it. How could you? Really? I mean, it, it sounds it sounds barbaric, doesn't it? Okay, so in the interest of being fair, I am also getting some stuff from the pro-life side. But this says, today's decision is alarming. It can be understood as anything other than an effort to chip away at a right declared again and again by this court. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the only woman on the bench. It was the first major victory for the pro-life movement in 35 years. 
as I'm making this, I understand that people are very sensitive about this. So if you know you think you're gonna be offended, you don't have to listen. But you know, in the interest of dialogue, everything has to be discussed. Um, I just think this is. It just goes down to the fact that people can't imagine that a woman can decide something for herself. And that's just it. Like you, it, it, People can't phantom. I think men can't phantom that, oh my God, a woman may choose to do something other than care for them for the, next, for the rest of their lives. And that's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. I think another thing that also comes up is that some people are forgetting that others... Are not operating with God in mind. Other people are not using Christianity as their moral compass. Other people are using Islam as their moral compass. Other people are using Hinduism as their moral compass. Other people are atheist. Other people are believing in their ancestors. People are believing different things. And when you use your beliefs to make decisions for other people, that's a problem. So this episode of Tea Thoughts with Mishi, I know nobody's going to change their mind. Everybody's on their sides. Everybody knows that. All I just want is I hope everybody can say that I tried to explain each side fairly. Like, because everybody's already decided. So everybody knows how they feel and nobody's going to change each other's mind. But, you know. Reducing the amount of abortion, if that's the truth, if that's the truth, then they should be in support of handing out condoms in junior high and high school because by doing that, you would be reducing the amount of abortions. That is proven scientific fact. How do you know that condoms? When are we already fucking idiots? Do we just go out every day and like burn scarecrows and dance around fires? What happened to academic dialogue? I'm not hearing it. Oh, yeah, this is academic dialogue. Oh, yeah, you get. He's pointing at the big pictures. suits and ties saying well we're just against we're not against like you know doing stupid stuff it's just that you know we just we're just about moving the jews to safer locations bullshit when people have pictures like this put in my fucking school pictures like this and then try to be all civilized this by default makes these people barbarians so no this is a form of shouting so i'm gonna fucking shout Trying to get that voice to back him up. No, I just have a yeah. question. Just uh, 
I'm I'm pro-life and I'm adopted. I'm pro-life and I'm adopted, but I don't agree with these signs at all because I think they're offensive. And I don't think everyone that I've talked to, it hasn't helped. It's only made them more jaded against this whole concept. And to me, that really makes me mad because I think we can present this information in a better way instead of a shove it down your face, this is what it is. I mean, I'm pro-life. I, I agree with this, but I don't think this is the right way to do it. Pictures, even the ones who are yelling at us, they'll never forget that picture. We are, we are there to provoke. We are there to loosen consciences. We are there to disturb. We are there to convert. Showing pictures like this on the street is a two-edged sword, and it will divide. And the, the ones who will be converted will be converted by it. The ones who are hardened by it, we have to live with it. We have to allow that hardness to be there if it's going to be there. I remember. Like you can't beat around the bush or try to make them feel guilty about something and just present the information this is how it is and you know it, I've told many girls that you know at this point in time you have three options you can either parent or you can you can choose to parent choose to adopt or choose to abort and and all three are gonna be lifelong the the statistics here when we tallied them last year was like 96.9% 98 98 96 to 98 somewhere in there that um, of those who came in saying, if this test is positive, I'm going to have an abortion, went ahead and carried the baby after they had the counseling and the sonogram. If they go next door, pretty much 98% of them have an abortion. If they come over here, about 98% of them don't. So what is he not telling them that we're telling them, or what are we telling them that he's not? There's a, there's a huge asymmetry of information here, and it seems like whoever gets to him first, he gets their attention, he gets their heart. And um, that's why we like to get to him first. Kind of like those old advertisements, you know, last chance for gas, 500 miles, it's last chance for life. And uh, we kind of look at it like we're, we're standing right on the border between life and death. See, I don't have a problem with what they're saying because I think that's true. And there's some people that definitely do need to be convinced and some people that have not made up their mind. And they can be influenced and they can change their mind. And it's good for them to be able to, like stand there and tell people hey like they said that they have like a crisis center a pregnancy crisis center and i think that's an amazing thing right because it's true some people will be willing to change their mind some people they do want somebody to be like hey i'm gonna help you out and stuff like that and they want somebody to help them and somebody to let them know yo this isn't the worst thing or whatever but there's also some people that don't need that and don't want that and i think that it's not okay for people to try to force one or the other if people have made up their mind let them make up their mind if they need convincing they need convincing you cannot force somebody to do something people are going to do what they want 